Hello and welcome to a special spooky episode of Eurectus Agri-Food Podcast. I'm Julia Dan. I'm Natasha Fett. And I'm Gerardo Fortuna. And here's your weekly update into all things agriculture and food in the EU. This week, to get into the spirit of Halloween, what scares you most about the future of the agri-food sector? So for this special Halloween edition of the podcast, we haven't brought you a trick, but a real treat. Because we spoke to EU agri-food stakeholders about their biggest fears about the future of farming and food production, the nightmares that keep them up late at night. From sleepwalking like zombies into a dark and scary future, to rural areas turning into ghost towns, it's time to eat, drink and be scary as we take a look at what haunts the EU's agri-food sector. So for Environment Commissioner Virginia Sklinkevicius, the scariest thing is long-term food security, but perhaps not in the way you might think. My biggest fear and nightmare as regards agriculture is definitely long-term food security. I'm terrified by the thought that because of current unsustainable use of fertilizers and pesticides, we will end up one day with completely destroyed soil ecosystems and without pollinators. That would mean fertility loss of our soils and that generations to come will face serious food security issues. And that is only because now we want bigger yields, more export, more profits for ourselves. At the same time, we pretend it's all right. Even we all know that in you, we waste 20% of food. That's very spooky. For many stakeholders, like Diana Lenzi, president of Young Farmers Association, CEJA, the biggest fear that haunts them is to see farmers become a ghost of the past. With my very, very deep and scary Halloween voice, I am happy to share my greatest fear when it comes to agriculture, which is to see no young farmers in the future of EU agriculture, where the sector is left in a zombiesque state. Just with old farmers trying to provide for sufficient food for Europe and for the rest of the world, because not enough innovation, not enough instruments, not enough financial means have been made available for the sector to actually go through a healthy generational renewal. And so that rural areas are left in a state of abandonment. And we're probably slowly but surely we will be shifting to diets that don't include agriculture. This is to me the scariest thing possible. Gina Gela, who works for the Romanian consultancy High Clear Consulting, uh, which promotes rural environmental development, also worries about bringing new life to the farming sector. My biggest fear regarding agriculture in Romania is that the youth is not interested in taking over the farms from their parents and cannot continue their activities. Therefore, we need to create an environment for children and youth to learn more about farming. And it seems this is a common theme in Romania as Gina's colleagues Catalina Rogozan and Alina Ion fear the same fate for rural Romania. 
My biggest fear for rural areas in Romania relates to depopulation, and unfortunately this can be a result of multiple causes, like low income level that leads to migration, women not feeling empowered deciding to leave that leads to fragmented rural communities and school dropout, and having no opportunities for lifelong vocational training. We need to think smart and act now so that our rural areas continue to develop and thrive, offering us good food, places to visit, traditions to keep and culture to preserve. My biggest fear concerning the agri-food sector and rural areas in Romania is the penetration of supermarkets in rural communities. The presence of supermarkets has a negative impact on the local entrepreneurship and on the local producers, because supermarkets replace the role of the weekly producers' markets, and this can represent a demotivating factor for farmers to continue their agricultural activity. And they're not the only ones to worry that the EU's rural areas will become eerily quiet. Morgan Odie from the European Coordination Via Campesina also worries about a future without farmers. What scares me currently in agriculture is the fact that some corporations want to get rid of farmers. They are developing an agriculture without farmers, where all relations between human beings and nature would be cut. The goal of this corporation is to produce food from fully artificial processes, lab-grown food, that would come out from factories with no link with the land. Can you imagine a few extremely powerful corporations taking the entire control over the global food system? Food is power. These corporations would be the new totalitarian emperors. And the same fear haunts Annika Gatzeretni from the Plant Protection Products Umbrella um, Crop Life Europe. I worry about the declining number of farms. Whether it's due to economic or social hardship or the struggle against climate change, there was a 32% decrease in the number of farms in the EU between 2003 and 2016. If not them, who's going to produce our food? My message here is simple. There needs to be a structural, a political framework to encourage new generations and women into farming and to support them by giving them the means to be economically, socially and environmentally sustainable. And what's centre-right MEP Herbert Dorfman's biggest fears? What concerns me most, let's see, the fear of Halloween or the pumpkin of Halloween, is that we create a situation where farming is not considered an attractive job for young people. And therefore we need an attractive policy for young people support intelligent ideas, support innovation, avoid um, legislation which makes uh, life difficult, and we need to stop to blame farmers day and night and tell them what they should do and what they not sh should not do. So what's at <clears throat> stake for the future of the sector, according to Green MEP Tilly Metz? Uh, the most scary thing for me would be that we do not succeed in a transition to a more plant-based uh, nutrition because this would have as consequences that more and more animals are going to suffer, are going to be bred and slaughtered in an intensive farming system and that is very scary for me because also this has then repercussion on human health, health on the environment, um, on the water pollution, on everything. So that would be the most scary thing for me that we do not succeed to eat 
at least less meat and a more plant-based nutrition. And for Camille Perran, uh, who is a representative of the European Consumer Voice, uh, BEUC, the biggest fear is walking like zombies into a wasteland. Well, to stay in the Halloween spirits, our biggest fear for the agri-food sector is our collective sleepwalking into trouble, just like zombies, really. Take food security. The EU food system is heavily dependent on fossil fuels, on imported fertilizers and animal feed. So to become more resilient, we should accelerate the transition to a sustainable food system. But instead, some actors and policymakers continue to push business as usual, flying in the face of scientific evidence. And the same is true for us. We know what would help fight the obesity epidemic. It's restricting the marketing of unhealthy food to children. It's helping consumers to spot the healthy option in the shop, among other things. Yet some continue to call for educating consumers when we know it's not enough. So we'll keep calling for an ambitious rollout of farm to fork on the ground. Let's hope we'll wake up soon, as it's time we stop digging our graves. Likewise, Celia Nissen's James from the Green Campaign Group European Environmental Bureau is fearful of a failure to act quickly enough on environmental and climate issues. My biggest fear is that fear-mongering will delay crucial action on climate protection, biodiversity protection and uh, zero pollution. We are seeing many voices utilising the current war in Ukraine to raise mostly unfounded fears around food security in Europe and using that to delay action on climate, biodiversity, zero pollution in the agriculture sector. And this is endangering all of our futures. For Eric Gell, Deputy Director of Organics Association iFoam Europe, the most haunting prospect are GMOs and a failure to reduce pesticides. On the side of the organic movement, our biggest fear is that EU policymakers completely fail to drastically reduce the use of synthetic pesticides, which have a devastating impact on biodiversity and human health, and that they instead deregulate GMOs, completely blurring the lines between genetic engineering and more natural processes to produce seeds and foods. If we do not trigger a massive transition of our food systems towards a growth ecology and let bugs and birds disappear like we do, I fear that my kids will be much more scared by their future on the planet than by all the Halloween monsters. And our final guest, the 13th guest, uh, might be lucky or unlucky number, um, we have uh, Cerlina Vichkova, who's the Director General of Digimare, uh, the commission service dealing with uh, uh, fisheries, uh, who we're talking about uh, a very scary experience she recently had. Let's hear from her what, uh, what she experienced. I, I recall the beginning of this year when I went to Antarctica and when we had to cross the Strait of Drake, which is uh, uh, quite a rough sea. And I was thinking how, for God's sake, you can potentially fish there and also on the shores of, uh, of uh, Antarctica. So I'm really happy that we have the proposals for marine protected areas there so that we can avoid this risk of fisheries there. So it was quite scary to cross the sea there. So that was already quite scary, but a Halloween special wouldn't be a Halloween special without an extra spooky flavor of the week. 
And of course, that has to be, you probably guessed it, pumpkin. Hey. Uh, <laughs> and this is also my official favorite vegetable, so I'm quite excited. Wow. Um, and I'm actually in luck because uh, Germany saw a record harvest of pumpkins in 2021, with almost 10,000 tons according to recently published data. And this is because the area used to cultivate them has grown a lot and now equals around 6,800 football fields. And I, I have to say I'd rather have 6,800 6, football fields full of pumpkin than actual football fields, personally. <laughs> And for Germany, uh, that might be impressive, but a much bigger producer mm. of pumpkins is actually Ukraine. We've been talking a lot about grain and sunflower exports from Ukraine being at stake, but the country is also the second largest exporter of pumpkin worldwide, uh, second only to China. And this is despite pumpkins being native to North America, where they're one of the oldest domesticated plants. And because pumpkins originally came from across the ocean, they weren't always what Europeans used to carve jack-o'-lanterns. So the tradition of carving vegetables into scary lanterns allegedly stems from an Irish myth about a man named Stingy Jack. Originally, however, Irish and British people would carve out uh, beets like turnips or swede. And it was only in 1866 that the first carved pumpkin lantern in association with Halloween is actually recorded. So there you go, a nice spooky flavour of the week for you. So that's all from us this week. This week, the spooky agri-food podcast was produced by Eurectus Agri-Food News Team, Julia Dam, Jada Fortuna and Natasha Foot, with the technical support of Evie Chiori. This podcast is also available on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Stitcher and Spotify. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss the latest news from the EU. I'm Natasha Foote. Thanks so much for listening and see you next week. Ooh.